Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, here along with Mike Hanford. Oh, hi. And Tim Calvagas. What is up? And we are your hosts. Together again, IRL. IRL. Hmm. We've had some, we've had some time together, haven't we? Yeah, we sure have. <laughs> we, uh, we went out to the Tam O'Shanter last night. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And we had, well, I don't, you know, I had a lot of, I had a good martini there. Yes. Yeah, I, I've been hung over all day from that one <laughs> martini. I did a mule and several beers and a chicken sandwich. That's good. I, I did an interesting move where it was a drinks kind of a vibe, and then some people were getting chicken sandwiches. Me, step up to the bar, ordered myself a whole prime rib. <laughs> I saw that coming over that. I was across the bar. I was like, he did it. He said he was going to do it. He did it. It's like I had been there for a couple hours, had a couple drinks, just talking to people. And then I just sat down by myself and ate a $50 steak. Just working on that thing. I remember. <laughs> At the bar. And I, and I ate every bite. And then the, the uh, bartender did the classic joke of, uh, I see you didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> and I said, oh, I loved it, you piece of shit. I remember because <laughs> I, I also ordered food to the bar. Like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, I'll get a black and tan and chicken sandwich and then when it showed up i saw oh there's tim at the other end of the bar working on that prime rib so i slid on up to you finished my chicken sandwich and fries and then you were still working and i said all right i'll check you later (laughs) yeah because you're eating prime rib there's a lot of sawing going on what (laughs) i also picked up the bone and gnawed on it which i don't normally do at a nice steakhouse but i was in the bar area yeah you could act like a uh a ravenous dog (laughs) sunday night what um what were the sides did you have i didn't i didn't get close enough Creamed spinach, Ooh. mashed potatoes, gravy, Yorkshire pudding. Very nice. Wow. <laughs> a real big meal over there. I, I was like Thanksgiving. It was, it was very fun. Socialize a little bit and then say, no, I'm going to settle in to, get, to eat a whole cow piece. <laughs> well, I, I was going to maybe save this to, for booze news, but uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to talk about it now because it has something to do with where we were hey, last it's, night. It's, so, it's your life. It's my life. Uh, so I got that martini and they put three olives on a, uh, you know, Toothpick skewer, yeah. In it. And I said, I told you, I think Jeff or somebody, whoever was close to me, I said, you know, it's an odd number of olives is good luck. Even number of olives is bad luck. Mm-hmm. And I, as a bartender, I was like, have you heard that before? Is that am I right about that? And he's like, well, three, uh, three olives represent the Trinity. That's what huh. his uh, answer for that was. And but what Trinity? Um, from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> And the two is bad luck. One is just, you can do one, two. But two olives and a martini is bad luck. 
You don't want to have the Father and the Son, but not the Holy Spirit. Right, right. But you he want to uh, leave room for the Holy Spirit. Oh, he he was saying some <laughs> other stuff about martinis, but I, you guys saw him. He had a big like Bane mask on. Yeah, and, and I, also he also had an accent. A, a, uh, yeah, a Scottish accent, and I just couldn't. For a lot of it, I was like, "Yep, I don't, I don't know, man." <laughs> I when I make martinis, I just do one olive. You never need multiple olives because they're, you know, especially if you make it as dirty as we make them. Yeah, and you're just you want to just want that little like it's a garnish that you get to just pop and it's fun. Like you don't need a whole all that food. Yeah, I like the three olives. Nah, just you know, the one. He also said he also had a cool thing. He's like, "Do you want it uh, dirty, filthy, or drag me through the garden?" Oh yeah, that's a cool move. Uh, Tim, I, I like the olives thing. Cause, like even at uh, birds, when the bartenders weren't looking, I would steal olives <laughs> and, yeah. and just eat them. Well, I like olives. Just eat, just eat them. I love blue cheese olives. Oh yeah, sure. sure. Um, but uh, he also that bartender had a lot of other stipulations too, because he he kind of liked asking all the follow up questions. But he would say um, Hemingway or Churchill, based yeah. on the amount of vermouth you want. He had a lot of isms going on, and he he mixed it. He didn't shake it. He stirred it in a big, huge, like, glass vase. Right. But they also, they would ask if you want, because the other guy was shaking them, too. So it's funny. I think that that's probably the reason that martini, for people that are not into martinis, I feel like that's a big barrier to entry is all the stipulations. Uh Uh-huh. I like answering all those questions, but I also prefer if a bartender just confidently makes the martini that he wants to make. Right. Yeah, and then drinks it, too. Yeah, and drinks it too. But like, I'll, I'll I'll say like, you know, the brand of gin. But beyond that, I feel like he should have one he likes to make and then it's on me to ask for modifications. Right. Mm. If, if anything, it's like you're going in, you're feeling maybe a little bit fancy or you have preferences when you say gin versus vodka. But he comes at you with, what what was it? Churchill and... Hemingway or Churchill. And that's the amount of vermouth you know which one's more? Hemingway has vermouth. Churchill has no vermouth. Ooh. Well, uh, see, you know, you go to a bar and somebody says something like that to you and you feel outclassed. Right, right. You feel like you're at a casino. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, well, uh, I don't know. Sorry, you have to put the money down on the table. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I, I didn't become a coffee drinker until I was like 25. And that was part of the reason that I was like, I don't know. I get like, do I take two creams and one sugar, one cream, two sugars? I don't know. Just give me a soda. <laughs> and then you drink the stuff. And you're like, oh, it's just about getting caffeine into my blood. And it's the same thing with a martini. It's like, you're just trying to get drunk. But if people have all their little stipulations, I now have my own little stipulations. But I only say all that shit. If I'm at a place that I know it's going to suck. If I'm at like a hotel bar like like a layover at an airport or something. Oh, I got a, pla- a martini in a plastic cup at an airport. Yeah, that's no good. No. But at those type of places, I'll assume it's not going to be anything special, so then I'll come and say, I like it kind of dry, I like it kind of dirty, I like it made with this, this, this. If I'm at, uh, like, a steakhouse, yeah. I just want to say martini, and I want you to do the thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on the steak. Uh, oh, I had an awful martini the other day here in town. I'm not going to say where it was because I'm because I'm about to bash it. But it was I said, just just give me a vermouth rinse. I they did that fine. And it just didn't taste like anything. Like, I don't know what the what gin they use. I didn't specify a gin, so I just use house gin. I was busy talking to someone if it, else. If it doesn't taste like anything, that sounds good. Was no, it I wanted a gin taste and it was it was so much ice chunk in it. I'm oh, not going to get one there. You're describing what I think is to to be nice. I know, nice but it just didn't work. Now, wait a second. I think that didn't... 
on the Freedom podcast, I feel like they reamed you for your uh, uh, martini orders. Yeah, they had some facts wrong. It was... I was... Well, I set for- the record straight. Use your platform. I forget dude. what they said, but... I think they said you're uh, kind of like a fucked up dickhead beyond yeah. repair. Yeah, that was definitely wrong. <laughs> that was definitely wrong. Well. No, it was wrong. It was wrong. They oh, I, I forget what this said, but it was, they, they had a fact <laughs> wrong and it was. Well, all they, I think that they said that you kept going to bars in London and ordering martinis you didn't like. <laughs> oh, no. The thing was, we were in Australia and I got a martini that was made like insane. First of all, I had like two straws in it. And I could see where they were making it. It was in a back closet. It wasn't in a bar. And it was like next to like, you know, <laughs> scrubbing stuff. And Okay, so they had, they, you're right. The, their story was exactly wrong to the point of the opposite hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's how far off they were. That's, yeah. The toilets swirl the other right. way even. From we were, we were, were walking on the uh, ceilings of that place because <laughs> we were upside up. Okay, well, that is Look, dispelled. I don't hold it against it. A lot of stuff happened. Uh, you can't remember the exact spot I had a bad martini. Well, there's things like that in life, but then there's the constants that keep you going. You're, you know, you need a rock yeah. in life that's dependable, and that rock today is something you can rely on, which is boo 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 Hit it! I'm so punk rock. I'm so punk rock. With a studded belt and a studded Oh, it's changing all the genres. Oh, that is cool. I'm so metal. Uh, yeah. I'm so metal. Give me the first place headbanging metal. I put wow. my foot down on the fucking pedal. Oh, you gotta believe me, cause I'm so metal. Ended on a nice warm note. That was I'm so flunk sock by Kang. Oh, hey, the Kanger. Kanger. Eric Kang. Kanger is the Kanger is the the king. Kanger is the king of this. So that's uh, I'm so punk rock is one of our songs from our album Dancing on the Wind. Yeah, where you just kind of slowly strum a guitar and Very sing right. about being metal and grunge and punk rock. Now this now we got to the. Uh, the tour of the musical genre. Really amped it up. That was so cool. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't picking up on that. That it was switching around. The genres. The genre switch. Well, if if either of you guys ever have a booze news theme, I want you to email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail uh, Either of us, m- me and Mike. Yeah. If either of you guys ever want to submit Ooh. one. I, yeah, well, maybe, well, maybe I'll submit. I don't know if we need to do that, especially if listeners are, are cranking out um, <laughs> better recordings than appear on our albums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. That's kind of weird. He improved upon our music. <laughs> I uh, That was Kanger. I met Kanger in uh, IRL. Good dude. Yeah, well, some of us haven't yet. Well, you come to New York, I'll take you out with Kanger. Yeah, I haven't okay. had the pleasure. <laughs> the leisure. Okay, let's get into some booze news, which is, uh, well... Fall is in the air. Yes, crisp. An autumn breeze wafts through the crispy leaves. A gourd 
has a seed. <laughs> and there's a new collab from Harpoon Beer and Duncan. Oh. oh. Duncan Beer, Pumpkin, Boston Cream, Jelly Donut, and Coffee Porter beers shaped like Dunkin' Donuts. What do you think? I Wait, shaped like Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> flavored. Like, flavored. Like, <laughs> oh, I wish that they were, I thought they they were maybe, flavored like something else, but <laughs> shaped. I was uh, imagining like a can or a bottle that was shaped like a Dunkin' coffee cup. This sounds exciting to me. It's beer and not seltzer. It's beer. It's beer. And, it's beer. And uh, any word on the caffeine? Oh, that is a very good questione. Because uh, we had just talked about how, you know, a lot of these brands, they're they're... They were nervous about getting into the alcohol space, but now it seems like they're doing it, which is cool. Mm. But like the Mountain Dew, they couldn't put caffeine in right. there. And we said, hey, what about uh, the Pabst? It turns out, and then somebody somebody on, the, our, on our Discord said, ah, there's no caffeine in Pabst. Turns out there is caffeine in Pabst. There's just not very much. Ah. This is looking like no caffeine because only one of them has a coffee flavor, the coffee porter, and that is 6% ABV, but no mention of caffeine in the article whatsoever. So hmm. no calf. If you want to make a weird combo drink, just don't put the caffeine in there. Jelly donut sounds good. I'll give that a whirl. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fun. Uh, you know, I don't In general, do we like these collabs? Do we like hearing this brand and that brand are doing this little thing? I think it's kind of cool. It's fun depending on what it is you know it's it's a corporate cash grab of course of course we all know what that's yeah. like and do you like that type uh, of stuff? me personally i hate it but oh. i am excited to have these beers where do i buy these in a store in duncan uh you buy them in a store yeah hmm. 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 well it's funny like i imagine that like in entertainment like in hollywood there's some beer maker out there who's got great new ideas for beers mm-hmm. and all the distributors are like yeah but come back when you have dunkin donuts right you know, right you know right, what right, i mean right, like right. like hey why educate the the public about your weird little idea when we can just say hey you know mountain dew and people line up with money right it's like I go, uh, to the, I go to the studios. I got this great idea for a movie. I got a script. It's a sci-fi thriller. There's uh, romance. There's heart. There's humor. Mm-hmm. They, they love the script. Hey, come back when you got Idris Alba in touch. Yeah. Oh, well, I, you know, I don't know Idris. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I'll, I'll send him your way. I would love to work with him. He'd be perfect in this <laughs> yeah. in this project. I wonder if he would like the Dunkin' Dozen. Hey, that's a good name. They do. That's what they're calling this pack when you buy it. The Dunkin' Dozen. I like that. Oh, that's and cool. all the different ones come in it. Yep, that's great. Well, only four flavors, but three of three of each flavor. Aha. Correct Amundo. Hmm. Another piece of news, less booze, but still news because Mike, you've brought this up in news before. The prescriptions. Yes. Yes. So your your impression of Tony Soprano is hey, you gotta get the prescriptions. Yeah. And then it came out. Well, uh, get recently, we talk, sh- somebody showed us a clip of Bobby Bacala, not mm-hmm. Tony, saying prescriptions, and yeah. we were worried it was that you were misattributing the quote. We were right. worried about that. I well, was like, if I'm, am I crazy? I've seen it. No, I've seen it. A beloved slophead on Instagram, the ghost of Craig T. Nelson, yep. sent us a clip where he found in season five, episode 11, Tony, Tony. saying the prescriptions. He's not talking to Carm, though, is he? No, he's talking to his uh, like mistress, and she Ooh, just hey, got no all. No spoilers, like, I know, but oh yeah, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, Mike, have you watched the clip? Is this is this the one you were quoting, or were it you must quote- be? I mean, I, I'm picturing. I pictured Carm uh, uh, talking. Uh, yeah, Tony, the the patriarch talking to the matriarch and saying, 
I need you to go get my prescriptions for me. Yes. That's what I thought. Yes, I, I swear season one or two, he's talking so much because he doesn't like the prescriptions. He doesn't want people to know that he's on them. Now, I'm pretty sure that this slophead started the show from the beginning, watched every episode, and got all the way to all, nearly the end of season five before he heard the word <laughs> prescriptions. Maybe. You're telling me that you're going to send them back all the way through. Maybe they just watched it at random. Yeah, hey, Ghost of Craig T. Nelson, start from the top and let us know what you find. Yeah, keep us posted. Well, I'm going to be starting from the top soon. I've been, I keep saying, I keep saying, I'm going to start. When I get back to New York, I'm going to start. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch it so much, I'm probably going to need some sort of prescription to put me to sleep. Ooh, that's not so bad. That's not really so bad. good. That's pretty good. That's, and, and, hey, honestly, a lot of, fucking awesome. A lot of new really? words this time, too. Yeah, he's talking more about more stuff. He's opening <laughs> up. He's, he's using more words to say the same thing. Yeah, he's really broadening <laughs> to, to all new places. Where's Anthony? Well, he's Anthony, right? No. Anthony oh, AJ. Ju- AJ, Anthony yes. Jr. <laughs> where's, uh, who else is in this show with me? Meadow. Yeah, where's Meadow? And where is Bobby Bagalat with my prescriptions? <laughs> oh, no, it's Bobby the whole time. It's Bobby. And that's it for Booze News. Wrap it up. <laughs> Would you guys like to get into the drink of the day? Finally, that yes. Should be, that should be fine. Well, this school is bells. are coming too. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, uh, school, school bells. bells are in the air. Ding, ah. dong, ding, dong, ding, <laughs> Textbooks dong, ding, rustle dong. about. <laughs> yes, an apple is being placed on a teacher's desk. <laughs> it is back Suck to school up. time, is it not? To quote Rodney Dangerfield, it's back to school time. <laughs> so we decided to pick this drink, which is entitled... Uh, hop, skip, and go naked. I have never heard of this, but Jeff, yes, you texted us and said that your dad told you about it. Yep, he said. Uh, he said like, "Hey, I heard you got a booze podcast," and I was like, "Yeah, I tell you about all the <laughs> time." Tells me about, about a podcast. He's like, "You ever street. hear of a hop, skip, and go naked?" And I also said, "No, no, you old man, I've never heard of this." <laughs> I looked it up, and it seems to be there's a bunch of different versions of this yes. thing. But, yeah. Oh, the stories that my mom and dad would tell. Mm. My, my mom was quoted as saying that this drink is, quote, very effective for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm, I like that. Very effective. This is just earlier today. I was like, what, so what did you think of this drink? Oh, I remember it being very effective for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, oh, because it can serve a lot of people. Maybe. Oh, yes, like for a big, like a big Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you I serve thought just it like a... for a lot of people, this has an effect. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, none whatsoever. This does sound like a drink. Well, maybe we can get into it. But to me, this sounds like a drink that's like a 60s a college yeah, uh, it's drink. it's a big college drink, right? It's it's a it's a big batch cocktail for college kids, and you were kind of under the impression it was like Northeast colleges in the '60s, right? Um, there's not too much uh, information out there because even the drink itself, people make it differently. Or '70s, yeah, um, yeah '70s. Um, yeah. But there are a few different. I saw like something called like a yucca party, and uh, and we we had jungle juice, but like in general, it's like. Oh, when you're dumping a bunch of stuff together, and that's kind of the theme of the party. Um, I found that recipes and names for this uh, mm. change a lot. And I guess hop, skip, and go naked is a a play on hop, skip, and go, or hop, skip, and jump. Is hop, skip, and go? Uh, I've never heard of hop, skip, and go. Always hop, skip, and jump. So it may be go naked because you get real drunk and you take your clothes off. Mm-hmm. But this drink, according to all recipes, which is a nice standard 
um, recipe guide. This is not on the IBA. We're getting a little kooky today. Um, <laughs> we'll get back there soon, folks. Don't worry. Some places make this with uh, vodka, but here's what I found to be the more standard thing, which is six beers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes cheap beer. I saw a lot of talk about Bud Light, so I have Bud Light. Great. One can of frozen lemonade concentrate. Yeah, Ooh. this is where it starts to feel like the 70s. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. have not had that stuff in 20 years. We always had it when I was a kid. It was in my freezer, yeah. but I've never bought it before. Right. Um, and then finally, one pint of whiskey. <laughs> you, never, you don't see whiskey in pints very often. I know. There's really no such thing. And um, um, I like the idea of whiskey because I think whiskey with the lemonade is kind of whiskey sourish, yeah. and it was more interesting than vodka to me. But this is a this is kind of a curveball for us because I, I don't often add like liquor and beer together. No, right? Isn't that a, a beer and uh, whiskey is a boiler maker, right? Ye- and, you, and you drop it in. I, I think so. I think or do you drink them separately? Is it like a uh, beer yeah. and a shot combo that you see at bars a lot? Yeah, yeah. And, and in this case, what we're doing with these ingredients is in a in a gallon container, combine beer, lemonade, concentrate, and whiskey, stir, and serve over ice. So I just I have a big punch bowl. We're gonna dump all this stuff together, stir it up, and then ladle it into glasses with ice. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, six beers. So uh, who I don't know if we'll go naked, but. <laughs> These are strong and we might get drunk. A pint of whiskey and six beers. Well, I got to... So, remember when we did the, um, the Guinness shot drink, the Guinness bomb? Uh, I was at my brother's house and his friend was over, uh, Chris. Remember he was in the... We, I think he showed, his voice shows up on the pod. He made something uh, a couple years ago called a slick lizard, uh-huh. which when I mentioned that to you guys, you were like, oh, that's the hop, skip, go naked. It's... I, I contacted him. It's a container of frozen margarita mix. Uh, fill a container with tequila and pour it in. Squeeze about four limes into it and then pour three or four Paps Blue Ribbons or Coronas. And it's kind of the same idea of just like put stuff in. Yeah. A liquor, a, a liquor, soury, sugary a thing. A frozeny thing, yeah. What was that called? Slick Lizard. And it was because it was, he was on vacation at the time. And at the like, you know, one of the souvenir shops where they sell bodyboards, one of the bodyboards was called the Slick Lizard. So he said, we got to do that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like this genre. And he made it, it for me. It was, it was fantastic. If I were going to college in the Northeast in the 70s, I think I would very much in like, like I like walking into a party and the drink is like a, a conversation yeah, piece. Yeah, it's like, we're all yeah. doing this. Yeah, and you, you know when you walk in and you see like a, a, a um, like an ice luge or something? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's fun. so fun. You're like, we're doing that. And and uh, it gives me something so I can walk around and be like, you know, we're I, doing that. I did one of those uh, <laughs> at a party post-COVID. Yeah. It might have been a part of my no, risk-taking no, ice, behavior. The ice freezes the yeah, virus. Yes. keeps them alive. Actually, that's true. I did see frozen little chunks of uh, COVID yeah. just yeah. <laughs> off were, to the side. They stopped moving because they were frozen in their tracks. Having fun riding down the luge and getting frozen in the end. But it's fun to have a conversation starter. If I'm at a gathering without something to talk about, I end up just sitting down and eating a prime rib at the bar by myself. <laughs> That's but something to do. I like have some, Yeah. Oh, what I, if I have a prime rib party? Um, I, I liked, uh, we, we're, we're infamous for having the tequila only party. That, yes. that was yeah, that was one. wild. Um, we had all the tequila you could ever want, and we provided no other beer whatsoever. 
We got 30 bottles of Jose Cuervo for free because we made a branding campaign. And then when we had a party, we offered no mixers, no beers, nothing else. Yeah. You were just drinking well, shots. We also People got, could bring beers. It wasn't like you yeah, can't yeah, have we didn't on the say you couldn't bring it. I think we called it like Jose Cuervo presents Weezer or something but like I think that. Oh, yeah, also, yeah, yeah. we probably assumed people were going to BYO a little bit of B and they did. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But uh, we also had one of those fancy shot refrigerators where you put the bottles upside down yeah. in in the little spigot. Yeah. And so for a party where only tequila was available, it was presented in a, a great fashion. Yeah. Like you right. had you had a good version of like ice cold shots whenever you wanted them. We had a couple of shot skis going on. Shot skis. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was a nice theme party. Uh, you're right, though. If, if I go to a party and there isn't an ice luge or a prime rib, I'm just... I stay in the middle of the party. Well, what do you want to talk about? There's nothing to, nothing to get the conversation yeah. going. Who wants to start? Who's got a conversation topic? <laughs> I don't. Ugh. All right, let's make this drink. Let's go. Folks, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. We are rolling live here. Great. Okay, great. So why don't we each crack two beers or... You guys each crack three beers and I'm going to get to work on this pink lemonade. Here we go. Math works out pretty nicely here, eh, Jeff? <laughs> yeah! Whoa! Lemonade coming in! Whoa! Oh, it's like a party in here. Oh, this is great. Well, that's good. So that's that's pink lemonade. Ooh. Yeah, they only had pink. I had some lemonade somewhere in New York today. It was like a four dollar cup of lemonade that was like lemonade and watermelon. It was so good. Now, were you telling me something about milk, milk, lemonade? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't want to finish it because you were eating. <laughs> <laughs> you were eating shit. <laughs> um. Ooh, this looks frothified. Mm. Oh yeah, we're, that's. Uh, Maybe we try pouring them gently and now here go. There's one cup of whiskey and then there's two cups and that is 60 ounces, AKA a pint. Wow. And this is a Bud Light and Jag. <laughs> Jag. Great. Well, that's the last one wait, here. Wait, are you doing six? Yeah. Okay, is that, that, that makes sense, right? Yeah, you six were, is you were supposed to do three. Oh. You're just picking up the slack, I see. Yeah, yeah. You're you're off at the party talking to everyone, being charismatic. I gotta get things going. As for me, I'm icing up the. I decided to go with highball glasses. Yeah, look at that. It doesn't seem to be a rule. Chunking them right in there. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Damn, I'll ladle. Get some water first. Now it looks like our frozen stuff uh, it melted. Yeah, it, it was weird. It never really froze. It was like it's like uh, goo, right? It was just goo. Oh, this is gonna be messy. Did, did you mix it up good? Do it a stir. Yeah, I got it. And we're back, folks. We got <laughs> it in hand, and to me, it just looks like a beer, or maybe even like a Red Bull, like a slightly yeah, darker, yeah. maybe a little. It's got a little pink to it because we use pink lemonade. Um, uh, that was fun making the drink too. That was uh, you don't get to do that on Zoom. Oh no, Sorry, that much. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Bottoms up. Ooh. Ooh. That's not so bad. Mm. Does taste. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the, the, uh, I think I was expecting the whiskey to be like stronger in there, yeah. but it just gives a little twang to it. It's like, uh, it's more, it's working for me. The, the, the lemonade brick kind of turn this into some generic type of sour whiskey sour beer yes. margarita ish thing. I am getting more like sour than Yeah. I'm not really tasting the beer at all. I mean, Bud Light is so light. Yeah. Right. I don't taste beer or whiskey. I taste uh bubbly. I got the bubbles from the beer in the lemonade. It's good. <laughs> well, the bu- you put the bubble in the beer and the lemonade. <laughs> so, 
I think that also the thing with this is that it's Ooh. sneaky, right? Because that lemonade is from concentrate, so it's strong. And it's so really... we're mainly tasting that. And you say, oh, this doesn't taste like anything. I'm a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next thing you know, Technicolor yawn. Yeah, off the, out of the dorms. Uh, sorry, Dean. <laughs> the the concentrate is very masky, so it Masculine. lets you so it lets you know you're you're in deep trouble. Right, and I bet you this just tastes better as it gets melty. Yeah, because if anything, it feels a little bit sicky sweet. Like it feels like they could sell this to kids or to like early drinkers in a bottle, yes. and it'd be it's it's a little bit Mike's hard lemonade, as I guess. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it is. It is sugary. I'm noticing that now more, but I do like. This is making me think, like, what other drinks could you use beer in instead of, like, club soda? Mm-hmm. You know, the beer bubbles are working. Maybe beer will be my go-to topper. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm i glad the, like, foam is going down because that wasn't very fun at times. Yeah. What's the old adage? Beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor right. before beer, you're in the clear. Right. How about beer and liquor at the same time? That's a good rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Need that, a good rhyme? Beer and liquor, same time. <laughs> um... This the way we're drinking this too in a highball with these nice uh, ice cubes doesn't feel like a college drink. Like this feels like a we classed it up. We should nice we drink. should have maybe salt red solo cups, which I have. Mm. <laughs> should have done that round two and chip ice like from a bag. I wonder if you went to a bar and and ordered this if they would know what's going on. or like something like that if they would be able to make something like this. I, I was surprised how um, looking it up and seeing that this has various different names and various yeah. different recipes that it wasn't like, oh, the hop, skip, and go naked is actually just a version of this drink we've all heard of and yeah. you can buy at a bar. What were right. some of the, the other names of the the ones? Mm, let's take a look. I mean, I saw jungle juice, but when I think of jungle juice, I think of like powder, Kool-Aid, and just liquors. Mm. You know, I, I don't think of that as being like a beer cocktail. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen this called Beer Punch and Bud Light Beer Punch. Beer Punch makes, yeah. I like the name Beer Punch. That's fun. Yeah. Beer Punch. And I would maybe do rum. Hey, want a Beer Punch? What's in it? Rum. <laughs> it's just rum. Oh. Oh, okay. Is there beer in it? No, it's just rum. So rum, a rum neat. <laughs> it's rum punch now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here, man. I'm seeing another one here called the Knock You Naked. There's a lot of this sort of... Uh, you know, the naked thing is weird. The, yeah. This being like in the 70s, I wonder if, like, streaking was big in the 70s, right? So I wonder if this and is now like a... it's a sex crime. <laughs> I wonder if that was like a... a like, yeah, you drink a couple of these and you get your dander up to go streaking. Mm. I'll tell you, I went streaking in my shower yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <was> just <laughs> ran right through there. <laughs> Free ball in it. Man, that's funny that uh, there was a big streaking thing in old school. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not not like, oh, yeah, old school, otherwise aged so well. <laughs> but uh, I, feel, I feel like we culturally have turned a corner on streaking. It's not. I don't really hear much like, about streaking at like all. Like it's more like and now it's considered like flashing. It's like a, it's an assault. Yeah, it's I think mm. it's like actually dangerous. Whereas, you know, it used to be like, hey, we're all this being playful. Naked. Yeah. You know what I don't like is the people who masturbate in public. <laughs> yep. While streaking. I. I was driving right here on uh, in Los Feliz on St. George, mm-hmm. and I saw this guy, and I know he was doing this on purpose, but you couldn't really get him on it. But he was a, a middle-aged man. Uh, I would describe him as a weirdo. <laughs> <Name him. laughs> oh, And he 
um, had a sweatshirt and sweatpants, like kind of an old-timey jogging outfit, and he was standing right on the curb, uh, like on, on the sidewalk, like doing, like stretching, but he had a big boner huh. poking into the street. Like I, I, as I drove by, mm. I was afraid my car was going to hit his boner. So it's like he knew, he was, he was like, I'm like a flasher guy, but maybe if I just act like I'm stretching, you know, then Weird. I can't get arrested. Huh. That's, yeah. that's, uh, so you were in your car? No good. I was in the T-Bird with the top down, so I, I kind of, uh, especially noticed that, you know, kind of whizzed <laughs> right by my ear. I said, sir, is, <laughs> was that your boner I just heard? Put that thing away, man. He said, what's the problem? We all have them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, did you guys ever streak? <laughs> no, I never streaked. Um, I almost did in college, and I'm glad I didn't now that... Like through the quad? Yeah, like, you know, like when they're showing freshmen the, the buildings and stuff. Mm. Like there's a little tour going around, mm. and like, you know, you're on the far end of the quad, and you'd be the guy being like, tearing through nude. <laughs> well, you would have to go through the, like, to do that, you'd have to go through the, like, biology department where all the microscopes are so people could see what <laughs> yeah, that's going true, on. Yeah, that's true, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> By George, it's a penis! <laughs> that's my word! I've, my in, word. I've investigated the thicket of pubes, and I <laughs> seem to have found a small pink! Daddy, I want to study this man's penis! Um, how about, uh, speaking of small dicks, skinny dipping. Huh. Anyone? Uh, oh, I've been skinny dipping before. I've skinny dipped in the tub. That's not really what I'm talking about. There, there was one time uh, after college, and I was at home following this one girl around. And she was like, hey, we're going to go to the lake and go skinny dipping. Ooh. And I was like, who's we, you know? And it was like her and her a group of her friends, both guys and girls. And I was like, oh, okay, I will go. I will come too. And um, it was very you like you were invited. Very uncomfortable about it. So we all get there. We're all you know a little drunk, and the clothes start to come off. And here's this girl I've been chasing. She's nude, and she jumps into the water, and we all start swimming out to this raft. Okay. You know, you know, like in Creep Show Two, the raft. Yeah. And we we all get out there, and we're on the raft. And uh, I just remember being being oh so small. <laughs> it was cold, you know. Hey, you sure, yeah, shrink it. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, my my buddy Rob, who I had conned into coming with me, who didn't want to didn't want a part of any of this, and then found himself taking his clothes off in front of strangers. He's not a strong swimmer, you see. <laughs> so we get out to the raft, and then we're all like having a good time. Rob slowly makes his way onto the raft <laughs> and pukes in the middle of the raft, <laughs> and everybody is like, Ugh! and swims back to shore. And he's like, guys, and he's so he's, and then he he's the last guy back to shore, and uh, he, he was twice embarrassed. And he he told me he retold me this story the other week when I saw him. Uh, Rob. It was good to see you, bud. Um, that reminds me of a, a gag that we had. You know, we used to always talk about making a movie. We, had, we did a web series called Horny Beach that was really like pervy. And then we wanted to make a movie called Sharks that was like a Jaws, but a beachy sex romp type of thing. And we had all these really great gags for that movie. No, no real plot. But one of the gags I always think about is, is a couple of guys, like a bunch of people go out skinny dipping, but then they're drowning. So then the, uh, the Coast Guard has to save them. And some guy is the, the uh, rescue guy is lowered down from a helicopter and he reaches, <laughs> reaches down in the water and pulls up two of us by our dicks and then uh, we're airlifted up and then the two guys are like, thank you, thank you. And being pulled up into the air by their dicks. You saved us. 
Yeah, you know why? You know why that, that movie, movie wasn't getting made? We couldn't get Idris Elba on board. If I'll send him your way. Yeah, Man. send him my way because I, I want to. I want to introduce him to the to my script. <laughs> <laughs> he probably loves a good script. Yeah, 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 he's an actor. They love him. Sure. Um, did you watch that um, Kevin Hart doc series? No, that's like the apology. Kind thing. of. I mean, it's more of the. Uh, deflection mm. um but there's a scene it made me like uh idris even more that kevin hart like pitches him a movie and then he's just like yeah yeah cool 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 and then he doesn't do the movie <laughs> uh, and i'm like that's awesome <laughs> mm. yep but we'll get him we'll definitely get him yeah we can get him for this for wait for this sci-fi movie or sharks sharks no, for, i think we can get him for this okay. pod it'll be a t- oh yeah for the pod so we'll do a three sort of two picture one pod deal with him yeah, okay, right right good. Uh, he's a musician too, so we could be like, "Hey, you could like, you know, put your, some of your music in this." He's thing. a musician. What what does he play? He's like a DJ. He does, he makes really? like electronic huh. music. Hmm. Cracking. And we're like, that's a real banger, man. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Wouldn't mind hearing this. That one sounds like absolutely massive. <laughs> I all play this at the pub, <laughs> and then head home to my flat. <laughs> did you, so I never had anything like this uh, in college. But did you guys ever have a thing where? You know, if you're at a party with a keg, you know when a keg comes, it has like the little top thing on it, the the button, the plastic, the button, and uh, or, or uh, the the joystick little handle, the cap, because sometimes it's not a, the like, pump, not the pump, not the pump, the like the thing that's like the little cap on top of where you would put the pump. Okay, so yeah. it just looks like the, a lid of like a oh right yeah, yeah. and people it's like would a have that lid. yeah kind of people would take it and like if they dropped it into your beer, you had to drink the whole beer right there. What? It was the grossest, like, because this thing would then be like picked out with someone's fingers and just like throw it on the ground, like, Ugh! and like covered dust and stuff. And then like, it was so I never heard of it until then. It was so gross. I'm not into that gross shit. Yeah, yeah I don't like disgusting shit. You know what I hated about keg parties is um, you're kind of if it's a big one, you're like waiting in line and you're, you paid five dollars for a cup and then you're trying to get to the keg and it's a pain in the ass and then. At our school, a lot of times you'd be pushed out of the way and the guy would come through like, house cup. Yeah. And like the guys that owned the house, the party was at had like house steins cup. or something. And then the that's uncool. And those guys are like, coming through, house cup, step aside. That's lame. But the worst is the party goers who were reverence to that. Like, like I remember like other freshmen being like, being yeah, like house cup. Got, we got a house we cup got a house back cup. here. <laughs> Guys, can we get the house cup through, please? <laughs> and like respecting that as if it's like, uh, you know, like paying homage to the, uh, like the military people at a baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> like, the house cup. House cup coming through. Well, I used to be one of those guys who would say house cup and I'd wear my, my, my own house cup around my, groin so when jock people strap. would kick me <laughs> in the nards I had a jock strap that was branded with a certain Hugh Laurie medical show and that was my house cup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of his yep. a certain ones I could have been um, um, a bit of fry and Laurie uh. mm. what are some other like collegey back to school fucking shenanigans we gotta have I don't know about shenanigans. Doing your homework on time, uh, (laughs) getting every dollar's worth. Attending a lecture. I remember, like, when I think of communal drinks, I remember going to, like, I don't know what drink it was, but uh, I went to a Cornell frat party that had, like, a big communal drink that was the drink of the night. But I just also remember, like, 
walking into a frat house and then walking down. There is a kind of a thing in Ithaca where there's the, the, you know, the Ivy League school. And then our school was like what they would call like the safety school, you know. So we had a kind of a uh, class warfare right. vibe. But I remember walking into a Cornell frat party and being greeted <laughs> by a frat guy that was just like... Just a fucking cartoon. He had a, like a white Oxford shirt tucked into jeans mm-hmm. and New Balance. And he was like, hey, man, it's great to meet you. Come on right down. Drinks are over here. And he was like being perfectly friendly. But I was like, it's like I'm meeting a lawyer. And he's like <laughs> a sophomore <laughs> leading me to the beer. Um, my worst shenanigan that I got in huge trouble for, and it sucks because the stakes are so high when you're in college. You're like, am I going to get expelled? Am I going to lose my internship? But I want to go to Los Angeles. <laughs> um mm-hmm. I was uh, drunk uh, over by the Circle Apartments, you know, which is kind of like what they're like condos, but they were on campus. And then I was doing a bit for my friends where there was this tree and I pretended it it was a small baby new tree that had like the scaffolding kind of built around it. And I was like, I'm climbing the tree. And I started climbing this baby tree and kind of like like breaking the branches. And I'm like, look at this funny bit I'm doing. And then... Pacific blue style bike cops, a bike cop swoops in you. You're written up me. (laughs) Do you write up me? Did I see this? Yeah, probably. Cause it was right next to those girls that you were friends with. Yeah. 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 Um, so that moment I was like, I'm just doing a bit. And then, (laughs) then I got like written up and then I had to go talk to some, you know, lady who was like, we don't think we can let you to go to your Los Angeles internship. No. And I'm like, I got to tell my parents wait, about wait. this. Are you for, for real? They, they threatened the internship? And I, I just threw a little hissy fit and then they let me. Holy shit. That would have been like, uh, I feel like that would have altered the trajectory oh, of sure. our lives. For sure. Um, did I tell about the time that uh, some guy punched out my friend's, uh, the window of his Honda Accord? Whoa. No. Um, we were at uh, the Solar Apartments, which is a, diff- a different condo chain just off campus. And I was like, you know, uh, it was, a, I think it was like the Frisbee team because they were like, do a disc. And they oh, turn a Frisbee oh, upside down and yeah. fill it. And, and the, you can fit six beers inside yeah, of it. Yeah, it's really deceptive. That's wild. So I went with some friends who were mutual friends of some Frisbee guys. And I was like, this party sucks, but whatever. I'm going to go talk to some Frisbee people. And then suddenly my friends were like, we got to go, we got to go. And, and I'm like, okay, we got to go. And we're running out. And then there's like some jocks are going to beat up my roommates. So we like run to my friend's Honda Accord. We get in the car. He starts backing up. And the jocks come out of the, to the, out of the apartment. And whoosh, one little guy, but muscly little, you know, very dense. You take a normal yeah, man yeah. and you kind of compact him down. Like, yeah. the, like the concentrate in this drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, concentrated man. If you add water, he'd be a normal man. <laughs> yeah. He, whoosh, with his fist, punched out the shotgun side window. Wow, that's fucking insane. And then we all jump out of the car like, huh, we're going to fight? <laughs> <laughs> and nothing really happened. But here's what's great. Um, my, we drove away. Did it just shatter away? Did it cut shattered. This he guy must have had like brass knuckles or something. He was drunk and mad, and I don't know what led to this. Um, huh. My friend probably stepped to him, and then he stepped. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have sure. been a step up. Um, but my friend who drove the car was very poor, and this car was like all he had. So then when he, <laughs> he, he was like, I'm going to, you, you, you owe me money, man. And then uh, he, like the next day, he told that jock guy, like, I'm going to 
get you like in trouble with the school unless you pay for my uh, window. And then the the little angry compact guy turned out to be rich. Oh. And he was like, my daddy will will do it. We'll fix your window. Don't tell if I get if I get another demerit, I will whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. So my friend just you know, I think it was like seven hundred dollars worth of damage. Yeah. He got like a a, a estimate. an estimate, but then it was like that's too low. So he just told the rich kid five grand. Whoa! Immediately, the rich kid's dad gives him five grand, like wires him the money, Holy and then the shit. rich kid gives my friend five grand, and then we took we. <laughs> We got five thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills, and my friend taped <laughs> taped it up into like a loincloth. Why? Because he, uh, he wanted to like take like foreclosure on the whole thing. He wanted to have a picture of himself wearing five grand. So he got naked, and we taped the money onto him uh, in a loincloth, and then we took pictures of him and like put him on. Facebook or something, <laughs> something. Oh and uh, and it was just like here's my friend wearing five thousand dollars, but yeah, it's a good takeaway. If you ever have a like get an altercation with a rich kid, just asking for five grand and yeah. daddy will pay right up. on the spot. Hey, they, give me the five grand now. Hey, okay. you touch me, you step to me. That's five grand. <laughs> he, he punches with one hand and the other hand has five grand for you. <laughs> I uh, I one time played frisbee with the frisbee team. They were doing it was one afternoon. They were like as jocks go, the frisbee team seems like pretty. Well, let me tell you about this. Oh, so shit. I'm walking by <laughs> with a friend of mine, and he knew somebody on the team. And they were like, hey, do you guys want to play? We're just like practicing around. And we're like, yeah, sure. That sounds fun. And Ultimate Frisbee is like you're running around like crazy, and it's I'm like, you know, dying out there. Mm-hmm. And they were like yelling at me, like, come on! <laughs> like <laughs> like, like I'm supposed up. to know their formations and stuff. And they're like, go, go! Uh, and like I would try to throw it, and like maybe the throw didn't go so great, and they'd be like, "Come on!" <laughs> it was like a lot of "Come on, oh. man, dude." That's and I was the just worst. like, oh, "This is this sucks." When any, t- I mean, most of my experience with like pickup sports are like that, where I'm like, "Oh, we're all fucking around, okay," and then we start playing, and I'm like, "Oh, we're not fucking around. I'm right. the only shithead here." But you think you think yeah, you think it's gonna be like a fun, just like, "Hey, we're playing frisbee." Mm-hmm. It was intense, especially like the frisbee uh, frisbee folks are like. Dave Matthews listening, pot smoking, hacky sack yeah, you would guys. Think, you would think. And then you get these uh, really competitive alpha types. Frisbee golf seems fun. You ever do that? Froth? Froth. I know that George Costanza plays <laughs> yeah, it in yeah, the I, summer of George, I think. That's a, I, I would do that. Man. Hmm. Hey, you know what else I would do? What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make another round. Let's yeah. Folks, we'll be right back. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back with uh, round two. Mm. This is good. This it is, is good. A, a good little refreshing. Yeah, it was good conversation. I hardly even knew I was drinking this thing. Oh yeah, it could have something to do with the company that you keep. Yep. Uh, Tim, you were talking about that loincloth thing. That reminded me of a a very uh, traditional college uh, college tradition. When I was a freshman, <clears throat> I went to a toga party. No way. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't like very cool. <laughs> it was in like a small like basement part of a dorm. But what was it like? Oh, it's a toga party. We're all wearing our full normal outfits with a sheet on top. No, people went for it. like they did like a sheet. You know what I mean? Like uh like the yeah. Like yeah people had like laurels it. in their hair and stuff yeah, like, like that. Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> but my friends and I, my little group of friends, we said, "You know what we're going to do instead of togas? We're going to wrap the sheets around our us like we're wearing big diapers. Oh, that's funny. So we uh, we had our sneakers on and you know no shirts and just these big diapers. And we're like, this is gonna be so funny. I think I put like a like a bandana around my neck and sunglasses. We all had little fun things, and we walk in thinking this is gonna be so great. And we we get there, and everyone's like, why are you dressed like that? We're like, cause it's funny. <laughs> this is funny to us. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, we didn't know these people very well. We weren't like the most popular guys on campus. <laughs> but were other people doing togas? Just they're doing straight up togas. Like, okay. So the it's... fun look. All right. So it's not like you, you got there and nobody was doing anything. No, right, right, right. That's lame. They should, they should have thought you were cool. I thought so too. Or at least funny being funny. Yes. They think... probably thought you were stealing attention. Maybe they felt threatened. And yeah, they, yeah. They, were kind of, they worked on their togas. Hey, everyone looked great except for apparently us. It's tough when you when you take a big swing. I mean, remember when we were in Hawaii and you guys came down to dinner wearing sequin vests? I said, "That's great." Yeah, so that's what good. I'm looking for when I go to the toga party. <laughs> I said, Denver. "Mahalo for doing that." <laughs> yeah, taking a risk, having some fun in life. But yeah, that you was can my have big, a little fun in life. That's what I, I refer to often as the the my big freshman whiffa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now this was north of the border in Toronto. Uh, Toronto, it was the yeah the Toronto whiff. Oh, oh, see, that would have played so well stateside. Yeah, I know. the Toronto whiff would have been the Rochester riot. Riot. <laughs> yeah, laugh riot. Yep, there you go. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, let's. Uh, should we well, get? Well, Mike, out? Uh, I hope you don't take it out on this drink. Your your um your collegiate follies. Don't, no, no, don't. I, I, that's, this is gonna be one of the things that like puts me in a bad mood, and now I have to give a bad review. No, okay, good. <laughs> Collegiate Follies. Could be a good movie that we make. Ooh. Write that down. Mm, let's see. Yeah, there's not enough movies that come out these days that say Follies in the title. <laughs> mm. That's for damn sure. Final thoughts? Um, It's an order again. I'm having a round two. I'm loving it. M- make, make again? Make again? Mm. Uh, I feel like the future is bright. The way that I did when I was a college freshman with my, <laughs> with my whole life ahead of me, where I suddenly just have a ton of freedom, but not, 
You know, you know how we, you first get to college, you have like a ton of freedom, but your responsibilities haven't crept up all that much. Mm. It's yeah. not like you've entered the real world where it's just like, well, now your responsibilities are way high. Yeah. You, you get a disproportionate amount of freedom to responsibilities. Can I tell you something, Jeff, about uh, your whole life ahead of you? Uh-huh. You still got it all ahead of you. You think so? You, well, your life's not over yet. Mike, I'm dying. <laughs> well, then don't get near me. <laughs> I'm dying to have another one of these drinks. <laughs> <laughs> this is an order again for me, too, uh, because I like the taste and it's an easy drink to make. Yes. And I'm curious if someone will make it at a bar. Yeah. I love it. Well, Jeff, you didn't say appointment only, but I guess it is appointment only because you're only going you're, you're to drink it at a party where there's a big old you, vat. You almost can't order it at a bar. Uh, right. You'd have to make this solo. You'd have to do one beer, a shot at, I don't know. I think uh, somebody needs to come around, maybe three young entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and capitalize and make... Th- because like this is this was how the anyone, cocktail was invented. Anyone Punch. can make this. Yeah, and but, so we just got to name it and give it. A, well, don't tell anyone. Let's give, do it ourselves. Give it a story. We're doing it. Yeah. Sloppy Boys LLC lays claim to the trademark. So yes. uh, yeah. So if you hear this and you try this, you are uh, sued. You're officially sued. dead. Yep. And here's our backstory. We say, you know how the cocktail was invented was when Punch evolved into the whiskey sour. Well, we're doing that again in the 21st century. Woo. Right here with, and we have an app. We're gonna put it in a can. <laughs> you order it. You you download the app. Yeah, and it squirts <laughs> out of your phone. Yeah, into your ugly fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> your filthy fucking yapper. Slurp it up, shithead. Um, I I love this drink too. I mean, and I'll say this. I would say, weirdly good. The, the fact that this is a beer, Jack Daniels, and frozen lemonade. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is weirdly good. quite weirdly drinkable. Good. And uh. I, if any liquor companies are out there and they want to sell the Sloppy Boys Beer Punch, let's talk. We're all ears. Yeah. Let's sit down. If let's... you've got the green stuff, we're listening. Yeah. yeah. You know, like we're thinking of a figure, and if you hit that figure, we're ready to do business. And also, if you give a lower figure, we'll take that as well. Yeah. yeah. And also, maybe it's just a deal where we get free drinks. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or tour we... of the facilities. <laughs> <laughs> Please let us tour your brewery. <laughs> We want to be like the McKenzie brothers just <laughs> once. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout and Question for Lennon, our weekly and monthly bonus episodes. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. And here to close it out is our song, uh, well, because it's a back to school in the air. Yes. We're playing our The Sloppy Boys hit, College Night. Woo! Enjoy. Dartmouth, Berkeley, Barkley, Gonzaga. SUNY, Barnard, Barden, Harvey, Mudd. And Gonzaga.
It's college night out on the quad. It's college night. It's college night. It's college night on every quad. Oh, but the deans, the deans are gone. Oh, the deans, they're gone. In the summer homes Until fall semester Cause they couldn't bear it Couldn't bear it And they'll never See all those grads Again Never relive The times that they've had as friends cause they're gone they're long gone but that's the life of a teen you gotta touch the teens you say goodbye and then Valedictorian's up in a dorm kicking herself, man. Ah, she's full of regrets. Ah, but that's what she gets. She should have gone to wing night. Should have gone to wing night. A tip of celery stick in the blue cheese dip. Got that big tech job waiting for her out in the bay, boy. Ah, but she never danced. And now she missed a chance. What once the ones in twos are now ones in zeros. What once the ones and twos are now ones and zeros? What once the ones and twos are now ones and zeros? What once the ones and twos are now ones and zeros? Cash out your meal plan, my baby got to. Cash out your meal plan, my baby got to. Cash out your meal plan, my baby got to. Cash out your meal plan, my baby got to. Fill your pockets up with the ketchup factor. Fill your pockets up with the ketchup factor. Fill your pockets up with the hot ketchup. It's college night. It's college night. It's college night out on the quad. It's college night. It's college night. It's college night, oh Christ, oh God. Them townies hoisting each other up that South Campus wall. Oh, they just want to peek. Oh, yeah, they just want to see. Grad night banners, flags flying high. Oh, but to them it's all Greek. Because the townies can't read. I'm just keeping out that one, man. Just messing around with that one. Don't keep my ass, man. 
Prescriptions.